From science to business, we talk about all topics impacting the Asian community in Western culture. My name is Richard Liu. And I'm Matt Gusty. And, and this, this is, is the Bamboo, Bamboo Breakthrough, Breakthrough Podcast. Podcast. Hey Richard, how are you going? Yeah, pretty good. Just had some coffee. Nice. What time is it? Uh, that's a good question. I probably know. It's like 4 45, 5pm, something like that. Right, do you usually have a coffee at this time of day? You know what? Like, I actually can have coffee at 8pm and still fall asleep. I know it's probably not, like, all the doctors on, a, <laughs> on the podcast are probably going to be like, that's such a dumb idea, but like, yep. some reason it's still, it's probably not good for me that I can, I'm saying this, but yeah, it just happens. I can still fall asleep normally, so. No, well, prob- probably not, but we do have a pretty chunky topic to talk about Yeah, today. we do. So we're talking about the latest epidemic, I guess, that's hitting the world. Yes, the and coronavirus. Yes, but also, I guess, the Latin effects that it's brought out. Exactly, And yeah. the xenophobia and the racism that's actually a result of this. Yeah. Someone, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. it's like on a train recently, like a few weeks ago, when it was just started to come out, like all the news and stuff, like I remember I was like just coughing once and then this lady just like moved away from me and I was like, oh. oh. I, I, I haven't been in China in like years. Like, yep, yep. I don't have it, trust yep. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's central to what we're going to talk about. Yeah. But I guess with this whole coronavirus thing, there's, there's so much you can cover. Um, there's a political lens, a medical lens, and like humanitarian yep. lens about it. And certainly we do want to acknowledge that this is pretty tragic. Yeah. There's a lot of, I guess, hardship that a lot of people are going through mm-hmm. at the moment. Definitely. And we don't want to make light of that in any way. Yeah. Um, but I guess in true bamboo breakthrough fashion, we do want to focus mainly on how it's affected the, I guess, Asian population in Western countries. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as as Matt, you said, like it's it's getting to the point where it's kind of like the xenophobia and stuff. Like it's really obvious. Like yeah. you just see so many like jokes around it as well. Like yeah. it's just kind of like interesting. It's, it's unwarranted, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and like yeah, I feel like when I'm like even when I'm watching like. Twitch TV or like a, a gaming channel, like people are just throwing those jokes out. Like, I mean, there, there are like some light things you can do, but some people just take it over the line, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, some of it is kind of funny anyway, yeah. but a lot of it is really unwarranted, especially exactly. when it comes to real life interactions. Yeah, exactly. And when it's hard to tell if someone is being serious or they're yeah. just making a joke of it. Or maybe it's not educated to understand, like, this exactly. is the problem. Yeah. Exactly. But I guess we can start with some interesting factoids about it yeah. and a bit of the timeline. So coronavirus is actually a broad term. Mm. Um, if we think back about SARS and MERS, yep. uh, they're actually all in the coronavirus family. Wait, so what's MERS? Uh, it's the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. So okay. that one is quite specific. Oh, that's very where specific. It's yeah, okay. And SARS is Severe Acute right, Respiratory yes. Syndrome. So yes. corona- this coronavirus, which has its own name, which is like COVID-19, yes. it's actually also called SARS-2. SARS two. SARS two. Is that yeah. an official name or are you just? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's on Wikipedia. It's also called SARS. It's called it's like, SARS two. It's sequel to SARS. Oh my god! It sounds like a movie now. Yeah, anyway. pretty much. It's kind of come back and it's even more infectious than ever. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. So a short timeline in December thirty first, yeah, um, twenty nineteen, um, China alerts the World Health Organization. There's some pneumonia cases that happened, mm. and then come January seventh, um, Europe has its first case in France. Yeah. And Jan 11th, China announces its first death of okay. coronavirus. Yep, yep. And then the WHO in January 13th uh, reports as a case in Thailand, which is the first um, sort of death outside of China. Yep. And then a lot of other things happened since then, and it's kind of escalated. Yeah. So as of today, which is the 20th of February 2020, there are 7,500 plus cases with 2,000 
plus deaths. Wow, um, 32,000. Yeah. Last time I checked, it was like in the thousands. So. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. getting up there. Yeah, um, okay. And there's around 2,000 alone in the Hubei province. Mm. Um, and that's around a 2% fatality rate, actually. Yeah. Uh, which we'll compare with the other diseases later on. Um, but surprisingly, a good fact is that 16,000 people have recovered from it yep. already. Okay. Uh, it's present in 28 countries as well. So it's yeah. definitely made its way around. Yeah, it's traveling around the world. Yeah, definitely. And it's definitely made its like name in, its pre- in the press. A lot yeah. of people know about it. It's kind of a hot topic. Yeah. But I guess as a result of that, a lot of people are very paranoid mm. about it. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of kind of incidents today um, or in the last couple of months that have occurred that like shouldn't have been hap- like happened. Yeah. Um, so one of the interesting ones that we saw in Sydney, mm. that there's like an old Chinese man that passed out in the middle yeah, of Chinatown. And no one wanted to give him any resuscitation or CPR yeah. for fear that... He had the coronavirus. Right? Yeah, he had the coronavirus. Yeah. Like, and he passed away, right? Yeah, he passed yeah, away, which is ridiculous. Sad. Yeah, I mean, in that case, like, it's just... The, like, education is really big about, like, this, like, um, issue, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. for that to happen is just insane that someone... No one would help because they thought he would have had the coronavirus. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... That's just the reality right now. I mean, all we, media is the, I guess, the engine to get the news out there, but how they want to form it is how they decide to form it, right? Like, what they want to write about is what people will read about, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there are different ways to convey it, and so when you have this kind of fear coming out, and most of the media organizations want to be able to at least generate a bit of fear because then people read their articles and keep updated, right? And so they yep. get more views. So it gets kind of like to the stage where, like, what is real, what is, like, and also, like, what is China censoring as well? I feel like China is also censoring a lot of yeah, stuff as definitely. well. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then, like, Melbourne, uh, the Herald Sun had a headline that said, Chinese virus pandemonium. <laughs> oh, my God, pandemonium. Ridic- ridiculous. ridiculous. And Sydney's Daily, Tele- Daily Telegraph had something that said, China kids stay home. And I think the worst part of this is that it's kind of given people a free license to be extremely racist. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and... They're doing it not to people that are Chinese, but mm. anyone they think looks remotely Chinese. Yeah. So it's a matter of um, if you look like remotely Asian, um, people think it's okay to suddenly kind of be racist. Yeah. And tell them to be like, oh, stay away, or like, um, you've got coronavirus or something, yeah. or like, go home. Yeah, which just happens. Which happens. There's so many stories right now. Where, like, yeah. people on a train, like, people are yelling, like, oh, get out of here or go home and stuff like that. And like, yeah. they feel like they can do it now. Because there's a mechanism for them to for them allow for them to do it right. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's like giving them a license. To yeah, be it's like oh yeah, yes, I can now be racist. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I I haven't been in China like in years, right? Like, like I, come on, like come on. God, yeah, I haven't been to China in years as well. And yeah. some people haven't even been to China at all, and they're getting this kind of. Stuff. I have a friend who had um he was he was he had a cold, definitely not coronavirus. He he told me he hasn't been in China for twenty years, so. I mean, yeah, I mean, some people haven't, yeah, exactly. Like, it's just Did he get any reactions from people? So he actually um, works from home and like literally every day. Yeah. So he's good. <laughs> so lucky, he's lucky. lucky. But yeah, imagine if he, went, if he actually went to like um, work every day, right? Everyone would be afraid, I yep. think. Yep. Like, yeah. Just a fear right now. And then it's gone to the point where like the chief medical officer in Australia just said, don't worry about it. Like, mm. it's not like, don't be racist about this stuff. It's actually not a huge deal. Yeah. Um, and let me figure out how many cases there are actually in Australia. It's not that many. It's not that many. And I heard that 
there's like not being any new cases, especially in New South Wales. Yeah. Um, there's 15 cases in Australia. Yeah, which right. is I think like most of them are like but the majority of it. I know 100% it has been like when the outbreak first came out and the news first came out. Yeah. Like the amount of new cases in Australia has been quite minimal. No, so I think in the last like 10 or 12 days, there's been nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the incubation period is only 14 days, right? And so yeah. you can almost say like, if like that continues, the trend continues, you're pretty much going to get like, Australia's completely like, going to be safe at that point. Unless obviously you've got people coming in and out oh, and stuff yeah. like that. But like, yeah. I mean, if you, well, I guess personally speaking, um, going out, no one's wearing masks or anything. Oh, no. Things are pretty... Yeah, like um, Safe, yeah. I went to so I went to Singapore recently, like maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. That's when the outbreak kind of like got a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, and even then, like although like there are warnings, like let's people stay at home and stuff. And Singapore had a lot more cases, and they're a much smaller country, right? They're like they have like twenty plus cases, and Singapore only has like eight million people plus. It's super tiny, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and high density. High so. density, yeah, exactly. And even then, like I didn't see that many masks to be honest. There were definitely people wearing masks, yeah. but. Like maybe one in twenty, like one in thirty, forty. Like it's actually not that many. Like I was surprised. I thought there'll be a lot more yeah. fear, and no, not really. People were just very educated, very surprisingly. Like people were passing around, like how to be healthy, how to be like clean your hands, yeah. take vitamins and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, this is actually like more civil way of dealing with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think my workplace has handled it quite civilly as well. Mm. Um, they just said if you've been in contact or if you think you're at risk, you have a license to work from home for about two weeks. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but then you see these other stories in the US, like um, a school like cancelled a trip to New York's Chinatown <laughs> oh in fear of that kind of stuff. Uh, and this is pretty early on as well. Yeah. And then it's like the messaging and just the ideology behind it as well. It's like it's not even them being educated about this is what it is. Uh, stay away. And like he's, here are the safety precautions. Mm. It's like just stay away from anything that has any association with China. Yeah. And that's kind of. Get, bringing to the point of I think what is xenophobia right? like it's yeah 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 people are like oh like and the way it is like you got to frame it correctly right yeah like for example your your example about like um, that school trip right I mean there are ways to also frame it like to make it sound like okay fair enough like they're not saying they're fear-mongering or whatever like there are ways to say like okay we're trying to be safe so we're going to cancel this trip and then the media can say instead of saying like oh um China students stay at home or whatever, like Chinese students. Yeah. You can just say, people who have been to China recently, um, please just incubate yourself, I mean, please quarantine yourself yeah. for 14 days in order to just, just be, everyone just to be more, a bit more safe, right? Yeah. And like, there are different ways to show that kind of meaning rather than going saying Chinese Chinese people stay at home or like Chinese students stay at home. Like, there's a yeah. different way of like framing stuff yeah. as well. But a lot of people are saying, oh, it's better to be safe than sorry kind of thing. But mm. there's only 15 cases in the US. I th- yeah okay it's the enough. same amount as in australia yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean and, and this is from the world health organizations yeah. like up-to-date data as well see the only i personally think if you've been to china recently yeah during the during the virus time and you probably might be safer to quarantine yourself home just for not only yourself but also everyone around you right yeah, but yeah. like if you just if you're just chinese in general there's no there's no reason for you to be any like yeah. scared of yourself or like scared of like everyone anyone to be scared of you right yeah. like it doesn't, doesn't make sense yeah definitely no. but i think one thing that is kind of important is probably comparing it to other diseases that have and mm. epidemics that have been around in yeah. the last maybe like decade or so um, if you want to compare it to the, the most comparable other coronaviruses yeah so with sars this yeah. happened in what 2002 2003 yeah 
uh, very similar disease, um, similar kind of origins as well. Mm. There's like some somewhere between bats or cats or something yeah. in like a wet market. Yeah. Pretty much the same actually as this coronavirus. Yeah. Um, 26 countries as well, um, mm. 8,098 cases, and it killed 774 people. Okay. That's 9%. That's yeah. already bigger than what's happening today. Yeah. And the MERS, which is the Middle Eastern one, yeah. um, that started in Saudi Arabia, that had a much higher death count, actually. Mm. Uh, there was 2,494 cases okay. and 858 deaths, which is 34% fatality yep. rate, which is nuts. Uh, Are you 27 countries, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, but I guess the difference between those two, it's a bit more... I guess the scale is a bit smaller, mm. but the xenophobia from those things weren't that big. Or I guess maybe we didn't see it as much as we were much younger then. As maybe well. I personally didn't think SARS was. I mean, I heard about it, but like I never heard about any like the yep. xenophobia that coronavirus is kind of creating. But like I think the biggest reason why that coronavirus is getting all this attention is because like media is so accessible these days, and yep. like everyone's using different mediums like Facebook, yep. um, TikTok, even. Like I, I've heard of a. Have you heard like there was like these stories around TikTok people yeah. being like um, racist on it? Like I remember this Viet, uh, t- um, I think American Vietnamese um, lady posted a video of her eating fur with friends yeah. on TikTok, and people in comments are saying "Get out of the country! You have the coronavirus and stuff like that." Yeah. And she's Vietnamese as yeah. well. She's not even Chinese. She's yeah. Vietnamese. Yeah. And like for medium like for tiktok to have that like then every channel probably should have oh, sorry not should could have that and so you're just getting all this like these all these channels and you just everyone's getting information everywhere right yeah so i guess that's kind of important to say as well with in the 2020 2019 there's so much media and misinformation yeah. going around yeah so this extra like hysteria being generated exactly yeah. yeah did you even have facebook in 2002 not like no, not really yeah no, I, I definitely didn't no. it wasn't even out yeah, it wasn't even out yeah, yeah so yeah. like what do you have like news.com yeah, yeah probably um but then comparing it to swine flu for example um mm. that only happened 10 years ago yeah in 2009 mm. um but that's originated in america um and like mexico area mm. um with california and texas i think were some yeah. of the early cases okay. um that was really big actually yeah um in the u.s alone in that april um, 2009 2010 there was 60.8 million cases are you serious? Yeah. That many? And 12,469 deaths. Wow. Uh, over, like, around the world. I mean, it's hard to report and get actual yeah, of um, course. hard figures it's hard for to, this. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, but speculated and, like, up somewhere So it was in the 10. millions, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't even fix it. Worldwide, there's, like, 10 to 200 wow. million, according to Wikipedia, yeah. uh, with the death um, rate, like, 105 to 395K. Mm. That's a lot. But then did anyone, I guess, yeah. have American xenophobia? It's like, if you look at, I don't know, some of that looks remotely American, whatever that looks like, and suddenly be like, "Oh, go home to America or something." Yeah, uh, no, I didn't hear anything about that. I I just heard like the swine flu was kind of serious, but I never heard of anything like racism or anything yeah. to come out like a secondary. Yeah, like I it guess. didn't become the America disease. No, it didn't. And <laughs> Americans weren't suddenly shunned. No, I think yeah, that that's a really important distinction to make. I mean, that's that very, that time social media was around, maybe not as rampant as today, and maybe distant by people. But you still definitely had channels to spread that yeah, information yeah. if you really wanted to, but no yeah. one was doing that, right? Yeah, yeah and okay. no one was creating those like pandemonium. Oh god, um, oh, that's so dumb. And, like America kids. Who, wait, who created that again? Pandemonium. Uh, it's like a Melbourne newspaper. Oh, god, Melbourne newspaper. Yeah, and no one was telling like America <laughs> kids go home or something. Or, yeah. Like, there's a guy that looks Caucasian and be like, oh, you have swine flu, go go yeah, away. It doesn't work. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't see. And even then, um, I remember reading something like so with Ebola, right? Yeah. Um, there there were there was apparently some racism with African Americans because it came from Africa as well. Yeah. So like it's just kind of like this kind of scenario is just 
it's so, yeah, it just gives people a reason to hate on minorities yeah that's yeah. just so yeah it's yeah. like i think that was a good way someone framed it it's like unwanted migrants have always been associated metaphoric metaphorically but also mm. literally with disease and con- yeah. like contagion that's a that's an interesting the yeah. Asian invasion or something yeah. they're bringing disease and stuff with them and now like people have a license to kind of like yeah, push yeah. a bit further yeah, yeah. Okay. it's like this seems to have legitimized their racism which mm. is totally like not true Yeah. and the warriors shouldn't even be there anyway mm. but then I think it's also important to note that I guess the sentiment towards China isn't really good at the moment no yeah it's definitely not um, on top of like the Hong Kong protests and yeah. what's happening with this in general stuff mm. Um, so I guess yeah. China's been shown in a bad light. It's like public so. enemy number one for yeah. all of this stuff. It's like resurfacing again, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But like, I mean... It's like everyone already kind of disliked them, and then there's just icing on the cake to even do it more. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, another big thing, like a ch- Chinese travelers, like um, yeah. people coming from China and traveling, like bad habits, bad things they do. Yeah. Like, there's so many stories around it. Like, it, yeah. for me, especially because I'm a Chinese Australian, or yeah. even all the Chinese Americans out there, or Chinese UKs and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it's just such, like... It just feels kind of bad to be on a boat where you feel like you're going to get judged. Yep. And you just almost want to wear a shirt saying, don't worry guys, I'm friendly. Kind of like... Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like, I'm, I'm not, not going to... I'm not Chinese. Yeah, I, I, I look Chinese, but, I'm, but my voice is Australian. Yeah. I pretty much, I watch the footy. Like, <laughs> to be honest, I can't even speak Chinese that well. Yeah, so like, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess it gets to that point right now where like... It's, uh, I've written an interesting example. So in Singapore, right? Like, arguably you could say that the population there now... I guess you could call them Singaporean Chinese. Like they're like pretty much all of them know how to speak English, especially the younger generation of millennials, yep. right? And um, like, there's no xenophobia there, obviously, for obvious reasons, right? And yep. how they build, deal with, it, as I said, it's all about education, right? Yeah. Um, and there's no like fear mongering. It's more about the fear of the virus itself. Yeah. Which is like they to be honest, associated with a no. particular ethnicity, isn't it? because they're all that ethnicity. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? And so, and you can't really go like. Oh, you're Chinese. Well, everyone's Chinese there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think it's quite interesting. What, what I found really interesting in Singapore, though, like, which is a lot different to Australia, yeah. is um, my whole team, when I was over there, like at one point, when the virus got kind of big, they, went, they all went to the pharmacy and they bought masks out. Yeah. All vitamins were bought, bought out. All the rice was bought out. There were pictures like floating around. Like, oh my god, we can't buy rice. Everyone's bought rice. They want. Oh, everyone's, really? Yeah, and I'm like, what? What the hell? Such a different reaction. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not fear about like the xenophobia and stuff. It's actually fear about the virus as well. Yep. It's kind of like funny how that's a lot different of a reception, even though both countries are technically. If you didn't know, guys, Singapore, the um, the number like the main language they speak is English. Actually, yep. like it's not like Chinese or Indian or anything. It's actually English. Like, yep. yeah, that's the official language. But yeah, that's interesting. How do you think the sentiment is from other, I guess, minorities and other Asians that aren't mainland Chinese? Do you think, I mean, it's like collateral damage that they're also being lumped in with the people from Wuhan. I mean, there definitely is less fear from them. Yeah. Um, I think they're just treating like it, like, I don't think they're angry or anything. They're just doing normal life. Like, um, if you go to Esau right now, where there was one case, I went there recently, um, there was like usually like um there is a chinese side yeah there's actually not that many there like there were a lot more koreans there yeah just doing their normal day life and stuff like that and like it was so empty yeah and like I f- that's kind of like okay so everyone else is kind of doing a normal life and yeah. i feel like also like funny enough like chinese people are also kind of fearing 
themselves in a way as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's like that lack of solidarity between the other Asians, right? It's yeah. like even if you're, I don't know, like Australian-born Chinese mm. or I don't know, like Korean or Japanese, mm. like you'd still be pointing your fingers at the mainland Chinese. Yeah, it's like no one's kind of like sticking up for each other, but we're all getting lumped in yeah. the same group yeah. by other people that aren't Asian. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully they contain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I guess. I mean, there are some, I guess, positives to have that have come out from this. Like, um, at least in China. So going a bit more off topic. Like I've, like, looked at some topics around it. Like how China is using tech is a lot different now. Like um, going on a tech subject. Like right now, because people can't go out, they've kind of like used tech to kind of help bridge this gap like for example um you can't go to museums right now so most of the museums are using online like um interactive tours oh, okay it's a new technology right and then other stuff like um even for classes and stuff like people are learning how to do online classes and stuff like that like this technology which um almost china itself is very like a face-to-face country in a lot of aspects i guess digital is quite big there like but in a lot of these like online classes and stuff, it's not really it's not really a thing there. Like yeah. especially with business conferences, not a thing as well. Like no, they're like face to face, right? It's kind of yeah. like the Japanese. Um, but now they're utilizing this technology a lot more because this has pushed them to do it. So it's an in- interesting to see like how technology has changed over there as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just an interesting note which I found as well. Mm, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess like coming out of all this, um, yeah, it's just people are starting to attack the. Asian population regardless yeah and then it kind of doesn't help that the way the media has portrayed I guess the origins of the disease mm. um, that it's kind of easily made fun of right like yeah. everyone's like oh just stop eating bats or something like that like it's evolved to a point where they started attacking like direct cultural practices because like yeah. the, the foods and that, that wet market has existed oh, yeah, for a long time I heard about this stuff yeah, yeah and like, no one really made fun of it until like now yeah and like people are now I've noticed like people are so like pushing you know like the whole eating dogs thing like yeah yeah like that's another medium that everyone like kind of is throwing out now i've noticed yeah. a lot more of that behavior as well yeah yeah it's a bit ridiculous yeah, it is kind of ridiculous yeah. yeah and then it's like there needs to be a proper line drawn between appropriate reactions towards um mm. something that's kind of dangerous and contagious yeah. but 15 cases in a country like america or 15 cases even in australia yeah. it's not that big a deal it's not no um but then suddenly treating whole race, yeah. but also people that they think is also part of that race. Like I've seen Koreans, Japanese, oh, and like yeah. Thai people being yeah. affected. And, and Anyone that's Asian and, right now yeah, exactly. can literally look like Exactly, it, yeah. that's extremely disgraceful. That is very disgraceful, yeah. And so, I, that's just not on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, like, if you're looking at the world right now, like, the only way this xenophobia stops yeah is almost as if like it needs this virus disappears right yeah like it's like there's no way it's gonna just like disappear overnight kind yeah. of thing yeah like even with education and all that stuff like it's just ain't but gonna i think happen. that media needs to step up in the media will definitely help 100 percent. yeah in the education and i guess the appropriate storytelling about this stuff like someone needs to say there's only 15 cases in australia only 15 mm. cases in america like yeah. it's not that huge of a deal People are wearing masks not because they like want to infect other people. It's like they want to protect themselves. Exactly. Yeah. It's not about yeah because yeah. the mask itself like you're you're preventing, but you're also you are um, like they don't actually protect you from. They don't actually protect you. No. Yeah. Oh, they they do, but there's so many. So the virus itself can 
um, access, I guess, your internal like, systems through eyes and... You can still get the virus even if you wear the mask. Yes, we do. But yeah, yeah. if you have some cold, like, you prevent yourself from spreading it to other people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but it's dumb. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it hasn't been a good showing for... No, it hasn't, especially, like, with all the recent podcasts we're doing, like, oh, yeah, like, we're getting Shanxi and all this stuff in there. Whoop, Corona's kept quick popped up and yeah, everyone's like setback oh, yeah so a bit of setback but we're, I mean it's still positive we're still you know yeah in the modern era what is it 21st century I guess yeah 21st century like yeah, yeah. but well there's room for improvement there is <laughs> um, I mean d- there are a lot more different I guess xenophobia topics back in the, like the 90s and yeah. stuff I mean sorry 1900s and stuff like yeah. that um, versus now, but yeah, yeah, it's just easier for people to be online and go like coronavirus, haha. Yeah, it's kind of highlighted that those things, right? Mm. The disinformation, the misinformation yeah, that gets yeah. spread through things like social media. Um, I guess traditional media playing a part in it as well, mm. but also um, I guess how the education of it plays yeah. um, and how other cultures are yeah. um, kind of interacting with this and respecting this as mm. well. So. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, like, as we progress f- forward, like, this behavior eventually, like, I mean, later on in the future, maybe, like, another virus appears, like, we don't have, like, a race just targeted towards yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, and we understand, I guess, what being in the 2020s is like with all these other factors at play that may be different to the yeah. previous pandemics that were there. Yeah. Oh, well, if yeah. there's anything to come out of it, it's highlighting these things that people should be worrying about. Yes, it's always, we always got to see a positive, right? Like, Definitely. Yeah, so. Cool. Cool. Well, so, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you have any comments on this, feel free to leave something. Yeah. And, yeah I'm sure we missed out a bunch of things that uh, we've got to talk 100%, about. 100%, right? There's yeah. so many topics you can talk about. Like, like, so many angles you can go from yeah, this. Yeah. Like, um, but, yeah, we decided just to cover, like, the high level, like, how it's going along. Just because our topic... We like to talk about, I guess, the Asian um, in Western society kind of yeah, topics. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sure there are other things 100%. covering more. Yeah, you could, you could literally look at China and just look at what they're doing. Yeah, like, and yeah. there's so much to dissect. 100%, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.